Science Podcast. Yay! Hello, welcome to the Science Podcast. My name is Mr. Short, and I'll be speaking to two of our physics teachers, Mr. Atkinson and Mr. McNeish, about how they got into teaching and a little bit about themselves. I'm here with Mr. Atkinson uh, at Falkirk High School in the Science Department, and he's going to tell us a little bit about uh, what he teaches uh, and how he got into teaching. Okay. Hello, all. Hi, Mr. Short. How are you doing? Uh, So, my name is Mr. Atkinson. I'm a teacher of physics and science here at Falkirk High School. I have been teaching now for, this is my 12th year, started in 2009-10. For the first couple of years, I was actually working at Larbert High School in the nearby area. Some of you all know it. And I took a, a couple of years out. I took a career break to go to Canada. My wife is actually from there. So we took a couple of years, got married, came back. And uh, I've now found myself at Falkirk. Uh, I've been here for this is the end of my second year now. Although I do feel as though it's been only like kind of a year and a half with the last couple of months in the pandemic. But uh, nearly over. So hopefully we can just look forward to just a kind of normal time. That's about, that's interesting. It's about the same num- number of years that I've been teaching as well. Um, so, how did you find teaching in Canada compared to teaching in Scotland? So, the school system over there is interesting because obviously in Canada there are different provinces and I would link it to, there are different councils in Scotland, there are different provinces in Canada and each province kind of has their own way that they can do things. There's federal law that governs the entire country but each province has their own school system. No variations on that, yeah. Yeah, and they can kind of do, within reason, they can kind of do what they want. They can teach different courses, they can teach to different standards and criteria, but there's a kind of basis, well, you must be able to at least do this. Yeah. But you can kind of, how they get to that point is kind of up to them. Uh, So where I was living, I was living in Ottawa, the capital, and obviously Ottawa is very close to the border of Quebec, and Becoming, a, especially if you're not Canadian, becoming a teacher in Canada is very, very difficult. All right. Um, because of all the kind of, especially in that area, because it's so close to Canada, uh, to Quebec, and with Ottawa being the capital, there's a much higher demand for being fluent in French. Yeah. And I am not fluent in French. <laughs> I'm barely even. I can. I can. I can't even get by uh, in French. So it was very difficult for me. Uh, and it's, it was kind of ironic because most of the work I got was actually in Quebec at an English-speaking school. Aye, and I got more work there than I did here. But the culture is totally different. The first thing that was, a, you know, obviously the, the easiest thing to spot is that there's no uniforms over there. Right. Uh-huh. So, you know, everybody looks different. And I, actually, I, I love the fact that we have uniform here because everybody looks the same. No one stands out. And I, I just think that's a nice thing. It's an easy thing, isn't it? You yeah. get put your uniform on, you go into school, there's no stress about what you're going to wear. Exactly. Yeah. And everybody blends in and nobody stands out. And for some people, that's exactly what they want, you know? And if you choose to stand out and if you want to stand out, you can, but yeah. you start yeah. from a basis yeah. where everyone's in the yeah. same... Hair colour is one thing, isn't it? <laughs> that's it. So, I... Uh, just a bit How is your French now? Has your French improved after two years in Canada? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> my wife's of Ukrainian heritage. My Ukrainian is better than my French. 
Uh, okay, and uh, one final thing. What's what's the best? Uh, well, the best thing about teaching physics, or the best experiment, or something that you find? Is there anything that stands out? Uh, so you and I have a, a, a year group where we have similar. We have the same pupils uh, yeah, in so the class, right, yeah, yeah. and one of the boys in there asked me that very question, and I've thought about it long and hard. <laughs> what's the best experiment in physics? And the honest answer from my perspective is it is too difficult to say. Yes, that's a good answer. I, <laughs> there are some that I enjoy more than others from the perspective of it's easier to show pupils physics in the real world. Yeah. So for anything to do with electricity, pupils tend to find that more difficult because they can't see what's going on inside the wires. They can't yeah. see things that are invisible by definition. Yeah. But when you look at things like optics or you know anything to do with forces you can very clearly see those effects and you can see that and you can apply that to real life very very easily i personally liked all the optics stuff when i was at school and when i was at uni uh, in fact i was i had contemplated doing a phd in one of them uh, and then i changed my mind and i thought no i'm just gonna i'm just gonna go for it but uh, i love anything to do with optics i was fifth no fourth year when i knew that I wanted to be a teacher wow. and it was my physics teacher at the time Mr Murray <laughs> he, was, he was very old school he did not do any of the stuff that you would now do uh-huh. he spent most of his time sitting down he had a, a chair with wheels which he would roll around on he would, just, <laughs> he would sit in front of the board and he would just write on the board and that was it and it was very chalk and talk but the way he did what he did was brilliant and it, it just it led to such an understanding of all the class oh. and he had, he had little examples that I can still remember to this day because they were so silly it's often the way it's isn't it? it yeah it's, it's more the, the interaction with the class is, yeah. is, is paramount really isn't it? Mm-hmm. isn't it and that's the best for me the best you've got to love it yeah. if you teach and if you do it's just it's the best job ever there's nowhere there's nothing else I would rather do and there was, there's nowhere else I would rather be Oh, fantastic. Well, we'll leave it there. That's that's great. Uh, great way to finish, actually. Thank there you very go. much. Okay, I'm here with uh, Mr. McNeish at Falkirk High School, uh, and Mr. McNeish is going to tell us what he teaches uh, and uh, how he decided that he wanted to become a teacher. Hi, uh, my name is Mr. McNeish. I teach physics at Falkirk High School. I'm just at the start of my career teaching. This is my first year teaching, um, so I probably won't be here next year, but. Um, the reason that I started teaching um, was because I had very, very inspiring teachers uh, for me when I was at school who, who were really, really passionate about the job, clearly loved what they were doing, um, and it always instilled in me the idea that I could um, sort of give that passion to the next generation uh, of young people that come through. Um, so. Just to jump in a little bit there, so you're local for, to Falkirk. Yes. So uh, which schools did you go to in Falkirk? So I studied at Larbert High School for six years. Um, then I moved off to Glasgow University where I studied physics. And then I did uh, my sort of master's in teaching, come back to the local area. Um, you know, I, I like living in the local area, Glasgow, Edinburgh, Falkirk. So that was definitely my top three choices to come back. Uh, and, and teach back in the community that I, I was sort of taught in. Um, so it's fantastic to be back in the, the local area, actually. Okay, good. 
Um, so as a physics teacher, uh, you've obviously not covered the full range of courses just yet. Have you got a favourite area of the course that you really enjoy teaching? Favourite area of physics or yeah. science as oh, a whole? Well, you could, yeah, physics to begin with. But, uh, uh, my favourite area of physics is definitely space. So space. initially I did astrophysics when I went to university. Found out it was a bit too hard for me, <laughs> but I am absolutely fascinated and in love with it. The cosmos and, and uh, the universe as a whole, sort of how it was created, um, the, the, what goes on in the universe, stars and, and um, supernova and black holes and that stuff fascinates and also terrifies me. Um, <laughs> we are so sort of insignificant in the, the universe. Um, that stuff is just amazes me, the time scale of the universe, where we're heading. And do you relate that back to Earth? Do you ever think that there's um, another planet out there like Earth that is supporting life uh, close or at or above perhaps a complexity that we're at? Absolutely. I think um, you'd be silly not to believe that <laughs> there are civilizations out there. I mean, if you think about how many, how many planets exist in the universe, then how many habitable potentially planets there are, there must be at least one other space-faring civilization or, or, or sentient civilization out there. And the entirety of the universe has got to be. Uh, so that's definitely, yes. And I think the sooner we can get to colonising other worlds, the better. I'd be <laughs> first on the ship to Mars. That, that was my next question, is would you be on the ship to Mars? I would, yes. I would, absolutely. If there was a return trip, if I could come back, if there wasn't any sort of yeah. one-way ticket. And just to give everybody an idea, how long does it take to get to Mars currently, with current technology? The current technology is about a three-month trip there, and then maybe a wee bit longer back so you're thinking maybe all in about a year's trip if you just yes. wanted to go and see it and then come back think maybe about a year now think about compared to the Apollo missions that went to the moon uh-huh. that was only about three days so um, if you you know it may not be easy to see but the vastness of this even just the solar system how far away Mars is from us travelling at ridiculously yeah. fast speeds. And that's, that's one of our closest months. planets as well, isn't it? It is, it's yeah. Like three um, months to get there at very fast absolutely, speed. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, it's fascinating. The moon, we think we can see up in the sky in three days of travelling, faster than a car travels, you know, at right. the speed of a rocket. Right. Right. Yeah, so huge, huge distances. Yes. Favourite film, Martian? <laughs> <laughs> no, my favourite film franchise are Lord of the Rings. The, All right. the three Lord of the Rings movies, I, I love that fantasy stuff. You know, okay. if I didn't do physics, I would have done history or, or some sort of creative writing. I absolutely love fantasy and films and stuff, so that would definitely be my, my other passion other than physics. Fantastic. Very nice to chat to you. Thank you very Thanks much. Thanks very much, Mr. Shaw. Thank you. Well, that's it for this podcast. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time when I'll be speaking to some more of our science teachers about how they got into teaching and a little bit more about them.